ಓಂ ಜ್ಞಾನ ಚಿರಂಧ್ಯಾನಂಜನಶಲಾಖಾಯ ಚಕ್ಷುರ್ಮೀಲಿತೀಸ್ doing here they've come to south bangalore what for why have they taken this house the answer is to chant hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 rama hare rama 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 hare hare so you may think well they can do that in their own country why did they come here and do that well the answer is to invite you also to chant with them hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 rama hare rama 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 hare hare why should they be so anxious to come from their country to ask you to chant they've realized what is the value of this chanting this is not an ordinary sound sound is measurable in physics they measure what is sound and by the various effects of sound sound can be used as a weapon sound can be used in in modern medicine that's used sonography so you can measure the effect or, or the the frequency and the effect of sound as various physical effects but this effect of chanting the names of krishna there is no machine that can measure the effect of that and there never ever will be any machine that can ever measure the effect of chanting hari krishna because the chanting of hari krishna is not material it's not subject to be measured by any material means this is a transcendental or spiritual sound which by definition that which is transcendental that which is spiritual means that which is not measurable the tendency to measure is the material disease that we shall measure everything we think we shall measure everything we shall understand everything and then we shall control it and in this way we shall lord over the world this is one definition of maya maya means mapiyate aniya iti maya the attempt to measure that is maya we shall measure everything we've heard of the various leaders of krishna where he shows that he is immeasurable and unlimited we cannot measure krishna in the language of the upanishads we find that he is arupam ashabdam the, the brahman has no 
form, there is no sound. But that very form of Param Brahma, Param Dhamma, the very form of, of Brahman has come. He is Krishna. So, that form is not any material form. That can, material form means we can measure it. We can say that the particular material form that we are inhabiting at the present moment, we can say, we can give its location in South Bangalore. We can say at this particular time, in different particular place, Einstein's space-time war, we can say that we are situated within this, we, we can measure it, we can define it. But Krishna is immeasurable because he is Andantarasta Paramanu Chayantarasta Goloka Eva Devasatyakila Mabhuta. He is in Goloka Dham, by Kunta Dham, and simultaneously he's within everyone's heart. He pervades the whole universe and at the same time, he's within every atom. Mayata tamidam sarvam jagad avyata murtina matstani sarva bhutani nata anteshvavastataha. Everything is within Krishna, and Krishna is within everything, but still Krishna is aloof from everything. This is not possible according to imagination, but then Krishna is beyond human imagination. He is achintya not understandable by the human mind. So there are many leaders of Krishna which demonstrate this. We find that Yashoda Mai, his mother, thinking Krishna as my little son, he needs to be punished because he's a very naughty boy. He's always doing so many naughty things. And now I just went away to move the milk which was being heated, and in the meantime he's breaking the pots and causing a big disturbance. Let's tie him up, and that will teach him not to make any more disturbance. So she's tying him up, and bringing one rope and another rope and another rope and another rope, and no ropes can tie up Krishna. There's no rope. He's, it appears that he's a little boy. We have any little boys here? No? Alright. Yeah, what? Alright. So this is about the age of Damoda. <laughs> so how much rope? What's your name? Harish. Srish. Srish. Who's that a name of? Who is Srish? No, it's the name of you, but original. Who's the original? <laughs> That's who we're talking about, Krishna. He's the master of Sri Lakshmi, Radharani. So, how much rope is required to tie him? You don't tie him up. Not much. Not He's not so naughty like Krishna. So, not much rope. Maybe one meter might be enough. Two meters definitely enough. But Mother Yashoda, she brought all the rope in the house and there a cowherd people, and they have thousands of cows, they have lots of ropes, because you need lots of ropes for tying up cows. But all the ropes in the house are not enough to tie up Krishna. 
Then she's completely frustrated and then Krishna, alright, you tell me. So Krishna was tied up not by any material endeavor but by the love of Mother Yashoda, Krishna agreed. Pranayarasana. You tie me up by the rope of love, not by any, don't think I'm like some cow that you can tie up. But by the rope of love, Krishna can be tied up. There are so many examples. Bhamanadev, he came before Bali Maharaj. Bali Maharaj offered, what do you want? It's very auspicious. You've come to my yagya. I'm performing this yagya because I've conquered over the universe, specifically the heavenly planet. So to make my position strong, because actually the heavenly planets you can get by performing yagyas, not by bodily power. So Bali Maharaj had taken by bodily power, so to make his position strong he wanted to perform the yagyas. So the yagya will be successful by the grace of the brahmanas. So you have to, when the brahmanas come you give gifts. Then they become pleased and they bless you and then your endeavors become successful. So Vamandev came and Bali Maharaj was very happy. He saw from the distance that Vamandev is coming and he looks like another Surya Dev. He's so bright. Actually he's much brighter than millions of Surya Devs. Whatever brightness Surya Dev has only comes from Vamandev. So he sees, oh, very lustrous, Tejamai. Brahmana boy is coming. So I thought, this is very good. I, I, I'll give him in charity and then he'll bless him. He has so much teja, so much jyoti. He must be very powerful Brahmana. He didn't know how powerful he was. <laughs> <laughs> so let me give some charity to him. And uh, then, then I'll get great blessings and my yagya will be very successful. So then he offered, you take charity, whatever you want. He said, well, I'll take three steps of land. He said, why, why three steps of land? It's a bit of an insult to me. I, I, anyone who comes to me, they should not have to beg anything from anyone ever again. I can give you a whole island, which means a whole dvi, just like the whole area of the universe. Why do you just want three steps of land? He said, no, no, you see, Brahminas, we should be... Not greedy. We should just take what we need and not anything more. So three steps are done. He's only a little boy. So three steps is going to be very little. So then Tathastu, bring the water pot. And Shukracharya is trying to say, watch out, it's Vishnu. Sarvashvam Vishnave Dadva. What does he say? Mudha. Mm. He said to him that if you give everything to Vishnu, how will you live? And he was saying, because I'm also living, I'm, I'm also living on Bali Maharaj's mercy. He's a paid priest. So he was, you fool, how are you going to live? But he said, anyway, I've given my word. So the water pot, and then Shukracharya tried to get inside the water pot and stop the water coming. And anyway, the water came. Ali Maharaj gave it, and then we saw little Vamande. He said, you're two, you're three steps, that's not going to be very much. But then he expanded his form. It's a well-known story. Trivikram. Three, three 
amazing steps. So with two steps he covered the whole universe. So again, immeasurable. You think we can measure Krishna. With two little boy he became so big. So two big steps and then one little step on the head of Bali Maharaj. But then as far as Vamadeva was concerned that he'd covered the lower part of the universe with one step and the upper part of the universe with another step and the third step on the head of Baliwai. This was more pleased, yes, this is the this is the best step. Because in the whole universe, what's uh, what's this there's so many millions of universes. I create universes just in my dreaming he's creating. The whole material universes are just Mahavishnu's dream. So what is it to him creating universe? But the Bali Maharaj is more important to him than the whole universe because he is his devotee. So who will measure? Vamanadev, same thing, Varahadev, came out of the nostril of Lord Brahma, a very tiny form. Then became so great. Matsya Avatar came in the Anjali of Satyavrata Muni and became so big that only the vast, gradually became so big that only the vast ocean could accommodate him. So who can measure Krishna? No one can measure Krishna. He's immeasurable. If we try to measure, if we try to think, I have understood Krishna, then we have not understood. Jananta eva jananta kimba jana me prabhu manaso vapashava cha vaibhavantava gochara Brahma, after stealing the cows and cowherd boys from Krishna, thinking that he's just, he's just, what is this? What's going on? He's just some cowherd boy. What's all this? I thought he was supposed to be Narayana. So he thought, I can steal the cows and cowherd boys. But then Krishna showed that he can expand himself millions and time, millions of times over. That he, he took each form of each cow and each cowherd boy. Krishna took that form and each form was being worshipped by millions of Brahmas and Shivas and Indras and and then Brahma thought, oh, I thought I could measure Krishna, but Krishna is immeasurable. So he said that others may say, now I understand, now I've understood Krishna. But as far as I'm concerned, Lord Brahma said, he is not understandable by any means, by, it's not, not possible, not by extension of our mental processes, by bringing all, there are so many different machines for measuring for measuring sound, for measuring light, for measuring depth, for measuring brain waves, and so many different but we cannot measure Krishna. So Krishna now, that is Krishna. We cannot measure what is this Hare Krishna mantra, what is the influence of the holy names of Krishna. It is not measurable by any material means, the, the holy names of Krishna are only approachable by the spiritual means of surrendering to Krishna, of understanding that it may seem that I am opening my mouth and making this sound, but this sound has made me. The sound that, that is being vibrated from this sound, 
from the from Krishna comes the whole universe. Everything comes from Krishna, and even the ability to chant the names of Krishna, and even the inclination to chant the names of Krishna, only comes from Krishna. This is not a materially measurable sound. This name of Krishna, Golokera Premadhan Harinama Sankirtan. It is not a product of this material world. It is not, it is not a made in India product, export quality, no such thing. This is imported. People in India like imported things. So we may think that, well, this is an Indian product, but this is imported, or rather, not that anyone has asked, but Krishna has very kindly manifested this spiritual sound within this material universe. So this sound, this requires a proper kind of receiver. Just like the radio waves, they are everywhere. But you have to have a radio and it has to be tuned in at the right frequency to get to catch the station. So in the same way, to catch this sound of Krishna, to receive the effect of the name of Krishna, we have to be tuned in at the right frequency. We have to be a, a proper receiver. Otherwise, so many people may hear the name of Krishna, but not everyone hears in the same way. To some people, they think it's a disturbance. Why are they singing this sound? It's just a disturbance. Some people may think, well, that's I'm not interested in that. I want radio mirchi, 24 hours pop music. And other people may, other people may have appreciation, but misplaced appreciation. Just like until recently, until this modern culture swept over India. Now they, they made such a big fuss about this tsunami, which swept in and killed a few people. But there's a tsunami of materialistic culture, which is killing the whole spiritual life of India, which is much more dangerous. But everyone saying, very nice, let us become degraded, meat-eaters and free sex and everything. Very nice. They don't realize how they're killing themselves. So until recently, I think even one generation ago in Bangalore, it was very common that people, they used to rise early and chant Vishnu Sahasranam. And then the uh, then that they stopped and then they started playing the cassette of What's her name? M.S. Subalakshmi. Hmm? Yeah. She died recently, isn't it? They started playing the cassette and now they just play all rock music. So the culture it became so much degraded in little over one generation. But the people, they, they used to personally rise and still some people do. Not many. Sometimes in the evening, recently I was in Tinaga in Chennai and 
in the evening we went to just there, that's well not Tinaga, isn't that near to Ranga Krishna's house, there's some temples and in the evening some people they're coming from the office and they chant every evening Vishnu Sahasrana so but they're actually they're smarter so that's the point I wanted to make that the, the smartest they regularly used to chant Vishnu Sahasrana but their chanting of Vishnu Nam and the chanting of the Vaishnavas, it's, it's a different receiver. It's a different understanding. They, they have a different understanding and they get a different result. The Vaishnavas chant the name of Vishnu with full faith that the name of Vishnu is non-different from Vishnu who is the who is the Satyam Shivam Sundaram mentioned in the Vedas? It's not some impersonal, nebulous light, but he is the uh, he is the anyway, right? Satyam, he is the truth, the Shivam auspicious and Sundaram all beautiful. So that is the Vaishnava understanding. The smarter understanding is that Vishnu is one of the gods. And by chanting his name you get free from sin. And you get punya. So it's a different understanding. They don't get the same result. According to how we approach Krishna, in that way he reciprocates. So the smartest worship of Vishnu, that is not, they, that's not the same as the Vaishnava worship. They consider him one. There's Surya, Ganesh, Shiva, Vishnu and Devi. And they consider that he's one of the gods and that not, not, not accepting his... One of the gods and ultimately everything is all formless. That's their understanding or misunderstanding. So even though they're chanting and it's a pious activity, but that's all. It's only karma kandi. For them it's karma kandi apunya. They don't get the result of chanting the name with, with the faith that the name of Krishna, this is Krishna. And by chanting the names of Krishna, what is the result of chanting the names of Krishna with full faith and uh, desire to attain love of Krishna, that we will attain love of Krishna, Krishna Prem. That will awaken our service mode. Srila Prabhupada, he always used to say that the what is the meaning of the chanting of the names of Krishna? What is the meaning of the Hare Krishna Mahamantra? Oh Krishna, oh energy of Krishna, please engage me in your service. So by chanting with this, this is the, this is the frequency we need to tune into. The Sevan Mukta or the understanding that I am me- I'm, I'm meant to serve, I'm eager to serve Krishna. With this understanding, then the sound, of the, the name of Krishna, this sound, received through the parampara of Sevan Mukta, Acharyas, who this sound is passed. It's manifested through the lips and heard through the ears. 
But that is that is uh, alive, that is manifest within the heart of the Acharyas. Kirtan is not a product of the lips. The kirtan comes from the Kirtan is the natural function of the liberated soul in his pure desire to serve Krishna. So this kirtan that is generated from heart to heart and those whose heart is pure, they can receive without any disturbance on the line the sound of the Hare Krishna mantra. Even those who are desiring to be purified, that will hearing this name will have the effect of destroying all the dirty things in them. That is the first effect of chanting the names of Krishna. Chaito Dharpana Marajanam. The heart the heart means the attitude or the consciousness of the of the soul which is meant for serving Krishna. The jiva is meant for serving Krishna, but due to the heart being covered by desires other than to serve Krishna. Therefore, Kam, Krod, Lo, Moha, Madha, Matsarya. There's all these contaminations are there, but chanting the names of Krishna, hearing, one should hear from devotees whose hearts are pure, hearts are pure means they have no desire to do anything but to serve Krishna. So those devotees, when they speak about Krishna to persons who are, at least have some initial desire to become purified, then especially hearing by that will have its effect. Satam prasanga nama virya samvido bhavanti hrit karna rasayana kataha When we hear in the association of devotees, the, the news of Krishna's wonderful, uh, powerful activities, then mm, that is like a purifying tonic for the ears and the heart. So that will have the effect of mm, that will have the effect of of this of breaking the, of cutting the knot of material attachment within the heart and dispelling our doubts. So, when we hear in such association, then we advance on the path of pure devotional service. And faith is awakened. First of all, when we hear from devotees, then we have faith. Yes, this is something that I have not been aware of. So long I studied physics and chemistry and social studies, so many things, but 
They won't teach this in the school. Even in the school they'll teach, there are Hindus, there are Muslims, there are Christians and this. But nothing of any value. Just they call, they put that under social studies. Eh? But understanding Krishna is not social studies. It's not religious studies. It's, it's not in, again it's immeasurable. Krishna is not in any mundane category. Krishna is not a subject for our religious studies class. Then you, you, pass and you, you say, you write the answer and then you get a tick and then you get 9 out of 10 and very good and you pass your SSC and you can go on to your HSC and then you, because you are, but Krishna is not understandable by mundane academics. Krishna is understandable by those who understand that I cannot understand by any means of my own. That the only means to understand Krishna is by submissive hearing, accepting at the outset that I am not the master of anything, I am the servant of Krishna. So by hearing like that, yasya deve parabhakti yata deve tataguru all the complex, apparently complex, teachings of the Vedas become clearly established within the heart of one who has firm faith in the Guru. Guru means one who is, who is situated in Krishna consciousness through the Acharya Parampara system. So one who has full faith in Guru, in Acharya, and in the Vedas, and, and in the Supreme Lord, then all the import of Vedic knowledge is revealed. Krishna reveals himself to those who have faith and submissiveness and serving tendency. And actually these all go together. If one has faith, he must have submissiveness. There's no faith without... And without submissiveness, there must be faith and serving attitude. They don't exist independently. It's not that one has faith in Krishna, but that he's still very proud and puffed up. It's not possible. One, uh, If one has faith in Krishna, then he must be like Prahlad, not Hiranyakashipu. He must be like Yanuma, not Ravana. So faith means that Shadha Shabdi Vishwas Kahi Sudhidan is Krishna Bhakti Koile Sarva Kama That faith means the conviction that I have to serve Krishna and nothing else needs to be done, nothing else should be done, and all perfection is only in serving Krishna. That is the definition of perfection. There's no, there's no perfection, there's nothing valuable to. There's nothing of any import to be gained other than this. So one who has that faith, even even the beginnings, when the beginning of this faith comes by association with devotees. So one who has that faith, then he can begin to chant Hare Krishna. And then the effect of that chanting will awaken. The name of Krishna is so powerful that even if one has even a a reflection of that faith, 
then the name of Krishna will, may begin to act by the mercy of the devotees. Reflection of that faith means that <clears throat> one may not have... Faith means there are two kinds of faith. This Lokik Shraddha and Shastriya Shraddha. Lokik Shraddha means general kind of faith. And Shastriya Shraddha means faith that's based on hearing Shastra and understanding who is Krishna. So in the beginning one cannot have Shastriya Shraddha because that is something the hearing has to go on for some time and, and understanding. It doesn't come immediately. It takes some time. In the beginning one has one may have Lokik Shraddha. But the name of Krishna will act on the heart of one who is not grossly offensive by the mercy of the devotees. That even one doesn't understand what is the effect of Krishna Nam, one may take Krishna Nam even as some kind of entertainment. If one does not, of course, it is offensive to take the name of Krishna as some kind of entertainment. But if in a, in a not in a planned, organized way, but in, in an innocent way, if one does so, even then, the holy name of Krishna will begin to have effect. This is, this was seen when Srila Prabhupada went to the western countries and chanted Hare Krishna among the hippies who thought, well, yeah, yeah, let's chant, seems like fun. We like to make some music and sing something and maybe it's some mystic mantra and maybe it's like taking some kind of intoxication. Let's see what it's like. So, innocently, they were taking it as some kind of entertainment. But because that sound of the name of Krishna was coming from the lips of the devotee of Krishna who had been empowered by him to bring the name of Krishna to places where not only had it not been heard before, but it was totally beyond the imagination of the people of the western countries. What is the chanting of the name of Krishna? Prabhupada was empowered to bring that. So that chanting of Srila Prabhupada was so powerful that it began to awake the genuine spiritual emotions within persons who had who are so we talk about Shastriya Shraddha, people who have faith based on Shastra. But they were so far away from this that they some of Prabhupada's earliest followers they thought to decorate the storefront he had hired. They went to some Indian store in New York and bought some pictures of all different demigods and pictures of Vishnu. They don't know what's what. So they stuck them up and then they asked Prabhupada which ones are okay and which ones are not. They came to the picture of Hanuman. They said, is this alright? Prabhupada said, yes, this is very good. They said, what is this? Is this a cat? <laughs> They had no, they thought Hanuman was a cat. 
They had, they were so far away from any knowledge of Shastra. They had they never heard of Hanuman or Ram, which in India, even today, people at least they heard of Hanuman. When in, in, in the old days, I mean, everyone knew all the leelas of Hanuman. And all the stories of Mahabharata, and everything. Upside down, inside out. But they were asking, who is this Swamiji? Is this a cat? They couldn't recognize the monkey form. So they were so far away from Shastriya Shraddha. But, they had something more valuable maybe than discussing all the intricacies of Shastra with pundits. They had the association of a highly empowered, pure devotee. Highly empowered means we get the idea of power, you go to the gymnasium, you do press-ups. Not that kind of power. The power that Prabhupada has, that is his strong desire to give Krishna to others. So he was empowered by Krishna. Kali Kali Juga Dharma Namrashankita Krishna Shakti Bina Naheta Prabharata. In this Kali Yuga, the Yuga Dharma is the chanting of the names of Krishna. But unless one is empowered by Krishna, unless one has Krishna Shakti, no one can spread this chanting of the holy names of Krishna. So Prabhupada, he was empowered and, and he, he gave a taste for the holy names to people who thought that Hanuman might be a cat. He's so far away from Vedic culture. But Prabhupada gave, and what happened, Prabhupada, one of his first disciples, he accompanied Prabhupada when he went back to India in 1969. He went with him to Vrindavan. And he, he said that, well, it's very, he wrote back to devotees in New York, that it's very nice here in Vrindavan, and so many people are chanting Hare Krishna. There's so many nice kirtans. But actually, I don't think any of them are as nice as our kirtans that we have in New York. And still today, we play again and again and again the kirtan of Prabhupada singing very simply, no musical finesse, very simply. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Just the same tune over and over again with we might say his very neophyte disciples chanting with him. But the, the, the spiritual shakti is there more than... Of course, music is a great science that's at the top. There are so many. That's the top of Vedic culture. When, one's been, when one has become such a great pundit that he knows all the Vedas upside down, inside out, back to front, then he has to go on to music. Now generally we think, well music, that's, you know, that's for, the, that's for people who are not so scholarly or anything. But this Saraswati, she is the uh, Vidya. She is for Vidya and also for Sangeet. So that Sangeet is again, it's not this radio mute or anything even slightly connected with that. But that is the the sounds of the spiritual world. Because when 
one becomes fully knowledge when one becomes fully knowledgeable in Shastra, then what is that knowledge? All Vedic knowledge is only meant for understanding Krishna. Vede Ramayana Chaiva Purani Bharate Tata Adav Ante Chamadhecha Hari Sarvatra Giyate All the Vedas, Puranas, Ramayana, Mahabharata, beginning, middle and end, the only subject matter is glorification of Krishna. So Kirtan is actually for the most when one becomes actually learned then Kirtan. Kirtan gives knowledge Vidya Jivanam. And by knowledge one has to come to the point of Kirtan. So either way. Actual Kirtan means with knowledge. Otherwise we may be chanting Hare Krishna. Then, but with the wrong concept that won't be chanted. This, uh, these Sai Baba people they also chant. Govinda, Govinda, all this they chant. But there's no Govinda. That's only their imagination. That chanting won't help them. That's only full of offense because they have these serious, offensive misunderstanding that this Baba, this sinful person, is actually Bhagavan. He is Srinivas. They made this Venkateshva Subhavata. Very sinful people, extremely sinful. Yes, putting his name. So, that chanting, that won't help this so-called chanting because they're so offensive to Srinivas, Govinda. That will only take them to hell. That will not get the result of giving knowledge because they're cultivating in, in, in the name of Aradhana. They're cultivating Aparadhana. So there's a great difference. So one should have knowledge one should understand. But if one is fortunate enough to come in contact with a pure devotee, then that chanting, hearing that chanting, that immediately the, the knowledge goes with it, the potency goes. That's why you find that even Prabhupada's first disciples, they don't know, you know, they don't know one shloka Bhagavad very convinced. Yes, you should surrender to Krishna. How are they convinced? Because they have touch with Prabhupada. So Prabhupada is giving Kirtan, is saying that Kirtan, when one is, comes to the summit of all knowledge, then one has to perform Kirtan. Saraswati, the, the, all the knowledge that automatically results in Kirtan. Is all the Shastra, it's not meant something for that we will learn and we shall understand and then we shall become very great. But rather, by hearing Shastra, we shall understand how wonderful is Krishna. How wonderful is Krishna? His mother is trying to tie him up. She cannot tie him up. But only with the ropes of love. How wonderful that he has cheated Bali Maharaj and at the same time, Bali Maharaj is the happiest person in the whole universe. He lost it all and he was humiliated and he's very happy because Vamandev has put his foot on my head. So, when one learns these things, when one learns that by measuring I cannot understand Krishna, but he is so kind to his devotees, 
that he agrees to be tied up. He's so kind that he agrees Vamandev has become the doorkeeper, the watchman at the gate of Bali Maharaj. So when Ravana comes, little this little dwarf comes and says, Hey, Vamandev says to Ravana, Who are you? And Ravana says, looks at him and says, Who are you? <laughs> little dwarf. So no more talk. You just Ramana gives him a kick and kicks him to the other side of the universe and he never comes back. So when we hear about the Supreme Lord, Krishna, then naturally there's no more thing well what what should we do? Automatically, Kirtan is the automatic function of the soul who is imbued with transcendental knowledge. So, uh, that music, culture, that is the soul, very complex culture, the music that will glorify Krishna. But in Krishna Nam Kirtan, even if one is not very expert musically, it's very difficult to find anyone who is very expert musically. But if someone simply with some faith opens their mouth and joins in the chanting of Hare Krishna, even they may not be very expert musically, that will be very pleasing to Krishna. Music, you can, if you like, you can take a photo later. Please not now. The music that is meant for the pleasure of Krishna. Krishna enjoys, is the supreme enjoyer. And the music is meant for Krishna's satisfaction. But the, the essence of that is everything is expressed in the Hare Krishna mantra. The whole spiritual world, more, more than we, one drop of the spiritual world, one one drop of water, one grain of dust from the spiritual world can never be measured by all the scientists. Bring all the scientists, PhD, Nobel Prize winners, everything. They cannot, they are incapable of measuring even one speck of dust from the spiritual world. It's beyond their capacity. Let me say, yes, well, it's, it's uh, you know, 0 0.05 of a millimeter long. And, no, it's not. You can't even see it. You can't even touch it. You have no relationship with that. The relationship with spiritual substance, that can only be given by the devotees. They will give understanding. Otherwise it's not possible. One has no approach to this spiritual subject matter, to Krishna consciousness, only through the devotees who give Krishna so Prabhupada came and he gave the Hare Krishna mantra and people didn't know what is this, they think oh, it's a nice song, sounds very nice let's, alright, we can sing it but no one can understand what is, what is the potency of chanting the Hare Krishna mantra it's beyond our it's beyond our ability to measure, but devotees, they don't try to measure. They don't try to measure Krishna. 
Krishna Nam Dhari that's what we don't talk about. We don't try to measure, we simply think, oh, how kind is Krishna that he allows us to chant his holy names. How kind is he that that he gives us this opportunity and devotees very happily chant the names of Krishna with full faith that by doing so everything is achieved. I, I've, I'm so fortunate. I have, I have been given this gift of chanting the holy names of Krishna. So, Krishna is his name. We can, by chanting the names of Krishna, we can capture Krishna within our hearts. If we actually chant. Chanting means with love. If we chant the name of Krishna with the strong desire to achieve Krishna, then Krishna, he will agree to be tied up, just like Mother Yashoda, tied up Krishna. Not by any ordinary ropes, but by the ropes of love. Hare Krishna. Any thing else? You'd like to say something? Say that in the microphone. Gokul Chandra Prabhu has something to say. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama. Thank you very much. That was a very proper comment. <laughs> so please chant Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Rama Hare Hare. And read Prabhupada's books, associate with devotees. Everything comes.